You're listening to the Rogers Waterfowl Podcast. This is A.A. Ron Jones. Chandler Smith here. Let's talk some waterfowl. I uh, grew up hunting in South Louisiana, and uh, one one very memorable moment that I had back home at a young age, I was probably uh, about 15, 14 or 15, rode with a buddy who had his license, went early teal hunting uh, in September, fighting mosquitoes, and I was a kid that had the, the jerk cord, um, kind of got laughed at, threw out a jerk cord, put a few teal decoys on it, and next thing you know, all the teal are landing over the teal decoys on the jerk cord and uh, we had spinners out and everything of course because we're young and gung-ho but uh, it was that day that I realized there's something uh, to be said about uh, decoys or, or water motion in general when when a decoy is throwing a ripple uh, into the water those birds key in on it whether it's from a long distance or a close distance it just kind of squares them up a little better so you know fast forward about 10 years here I am at Higdon Outdoors and you know, from the Higdon farm we run anywhere from 50 to 100 water motion decoys um, mainly for uh, shooting birds that are, are traveling long distances. We're, we're running traffic. And um, the more the better. You know, it's, it's kind of cliche, but when it comes to the water motion game, birds just kind of never really get used to it. Kind of like a spinning wing, it can be hit or miss sometimes. But uh, water motion is, is something that I don't think ducks ever get used to. It's, it's a factor that we express high interest in, and it works. So if it isn't broken, don't fix it. And throw the kitchen sink at them every chance we get when it comes mm-hmm. to water motion. Use all your tools. That's, yeah, that's kind of something we want to talk about, you know, why, why is, why is the water motion? So this, uh, this podcast is going to be about water motion, um, and, and, you know, specifically in the duck hunting side of things. And then I guess the next thing is why is it so important? You know, Higdon, you guys are, uh, very knowledgeable and experts on water motion. You know, a big part of your business is in the water motion field and you guys have a lot of different number of products. Yeah. Yeah. That you guys go after so For i mean sure. why is it so important and, and we can go we got some uh, ideas on our side and we want to hear what your thoughts were so my name is brooke richard uh corporate relations manager here at higdon outdoors uh whenever you work for a, a motion decoy company uh, one you want to make great products that work you know we're all duck hunters here and, and we try to make products that give our our customers and, and quite frankly ourselves an advantage when, when hunting water motion is a, a big category that I feel like a lot of people fall short on or don't necessarily put emphasis on when hunting and, and really it can help them out. But, you know, through through trying to learn how to better sell these products and make better products, we, we start using things like drones and, and with our TV show filming birds reacting to him. Uh, you've really got two categories in the water motion sector. You've got uh, decoys that put wake on the water, so a ripple on the water like a, a excess swimmer that we make. It's just a duck swimming around and you get that water ripple. And then you've got what I call visual water motion. And that's maybe like a pulsator or a crazy kicker actually throwing water in the air. So you're kind of getting that ripple on the water, but you're also getting water droplets in the air. And um, ducks do that. If you ever look at a cornfield or ducks in the woods, when there's something that they want, whether it's food or a hen, um, they're moving a lot of water around. And, And whether birds are far away or close, they key in on that, and that's kind of something I think that doesn't really register to them. Like, hey, that that might be fake. It's that's a duck moving, and it must be a real duck because it's moving like ducks do. Um, so that that's kind of my opinion on it. Uh, on on the side of you know what decoys are best for some people, it's really depending on where you're hunting. Uh, water motion is something that I think uh, everybody can utilize. Uh, 
if their state allows them to, a motion decoy. Uh, but you know, really thinking about, am I hunting the X where I know birds are going to be, and do I just need a water motion decoy to help square ducks up where I want to shoot them? Or am I hunting a uh, traffic area where I'm going to use water motion decoys to really get their attention and get them to look at me when they may be scared of a spinning wing or may be shy on some other products out there? Um, water motion is one of those one of those kickers there that it's kind of like putting a, a supercharger in your GT Mustang. It isn't going to hurt anything. You might as well have it. You know, just throw it at them, and you'll find a lot of times that it's really going to make the difference for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and listeners, if you if you haven't looked at the looked at what he's talking about, if you can probably on YouTube and stuff, you can go look at drone shots or, or something like that of ducks mm-hmm. on the water in different areas. Probably you can just see either a feeding frenzy or if they're just, you know, you know, loafing, how much disturbance they, they do. And the, and the water turns murky and the ripples and they jump over each other's backs and they, they flap their wings. They're just all this motion and all this craziness that sometimes as hunters, I see, um, they, we go out in the field and we have statues, you know, and they ain't moving at all. If you don't have wind, you know, the decoys aren't moving at all. You don't have any disturbance in the water. It's crystal clear. No. You know, you know. And some guys worry about seeing your decoy line when it's crystal clear like that. But. Oh, and everything's stale. Just everything. Yeah. There's no wind. Your decoys are stale. And the birds, they just, they're not going to look at you twice. Yeah. Unless you are on the best X in the world, you know, where they are just coming in no matter what. I think some of the best footage that I've ever seen is is like the uh, the trail cam footage of the deer hunter that leaves his, his deer camera out there. And then the water comes up. And then you end up with these great uh, videos that you see on social media of, mallards and pintail and wood ducks in the middle of what would normally be a deer trail camera shot and it's these ducks just going absolutely wild you hear the water you see the water um i mean that's that's what ducks do you know ducks normally don't just sit on a log unless they're sleeping ducks are moving you know there's i've never seen ducks just sit out there and look stale like decoys do uh, especially on calm days you know on calm days most of the time they're back in the woods and you can hear them from a mile away and you know they're moving you can tell that they're not just hanging out yeah, they're pretty actually pretty hilarious to watch, uh, you know, when on those trail cam videos and stuff. Yeah, when we that's kind of what we look at. We look we want to make products that look like that, but also, you know, if you ever see those trail cam videos, those birds that are moving around like that, there's something there that they want. It's normally food, uh, but if you can make your decoy spread look like it's a duck feeding frenzy or something, especially on a calm day. And just have a couple key motion uh, decoy products that'll make the rest of your spread that are static decoys maybe just wobble a little bit or move. A lot of times that can be the difference between um, killing ducks and not. The guys next to you may have one motion decoy or, or or you don't, and that might be why they're doing it. And it's a real thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would tend to agree with that. And I think too that uh, what can make someone a better duck hunter in general is like you're talking about just watching ducks. Even when it's hunting season, non-hunting season, if you've got any time at all, just go watch them. Yeah, just for sure. See how and they I behave. That's really, that's really where you know water motion products and, and water motion uh, hunting in general. You know, utilizing water motion really gives hunters an advantage. Is it's not it's not like the spinning wing, right? There's a time and a place for a spinning wing, and that's that's what I would put into the visual motion category. From 300 yards away, it's hard to beat a spinning wing decoy, but from 30 yards away. Ducks don't get used to water motion. You know, they're they the closer they get, the more they love it. So there's not not that one's better than the other, but water motion can be utilized as a visual motion tool and also as a you know a water motion tool. And ducks never get used to it. Seems like the more you can have, the better. 
And especially on those calm days, like y'all are talking about, that's, it puts you in the game a lot of times. Oh, I would agree with that. And like, yeah, like you said, uh, the spinning wing from 300 yards out looks amazing. That can pull the ducks over, but yeah, water motion, I think can actually finish those birds for you or help. For sure. Yeah. You know, you go out and put 20 spinners out and you might break ducks from the heavens, but then they get close and whether you shut them off or not, and they realize that none of the decoys are moving, there's just wing spinning. You know, you've got to, to me, water motion complements spinning wings and also is a great uh, substitute for it. And it really, it, it's in my opinion, if I had to pick one or the other, uh, I hate to say it, but my personal opinion uh, is water motion is, is the way to go. I've got a lot more confidence in it just because it's a little more natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked how you, you kind of already broke down water motion in the two categories. Um, let's go a little bit deeper and talk about different conditions for each category. You talked about the ripples, um, the disturbance of the water, uh, maybe kind of more like a subsurface kind of thing. And then you talked about more of the splashing side of things where you get your crazy kicker splashing all the water everywhere and or the pulsator shooting water up or the, the splasher flasher. Um, you know, all those things uh, – they all have a different look and they, they have a, they, but they all, they're kind of in both categories. What, what do you like to use maybe on a calm day? On a calm day, really, uh, you know, if anybody who's ever hunted with me knows, I'll call it specs any chance I get. And, and realistically, the only motion product that I'll hunt with without a remote uh, with confidence that if we're duck hunting, I can still kill a spec over it are pulsators and crazy kickers just cause it's, it's still natural. But as far as just, Hey, I'm going duck hunting. What decoys do I need to bring to increase my odds of killing ducks and what, you know, what will work the best on these days? Sunny days, spinning wings work great. I also like to utilize the crazy kicker's ability to throw water in the air because, you know, if you ever look at a pulsator or a crazy kicker, um, when sunny outside and those water droplets get hit by the sun, it looks like a giant spinning wing. I mean, it's, it goes from uh, a 12-inch spinning wing on a splashing flash or a floating flash or two a pulsator, a crazy kicker, creating a two foot wide, uh, spinning wing. Essentially. It's just, it's that motion that catches your eye kind of like humans with a red light changing, you know, it kind of that little double take deal. So really, you know, there's none that I, I would say on a sunny day, this is what I wouldn't use. Um, I like remotes on all of our stuff. Uh, that's just my preference. Um, just cause I've got that option. If they don't want to, you know, work on the corners or just aren't quite square enough, I can always turn something on or turn something off. Um, but on, on cloudy days, I, I prefer to keep it about as natural as possible. Uh, pulsators are, are a big one for me. Uh, they're essentially uh, going to make my other you know, one to four dozen decoys come alive. If I've got a dozen or two decoys out there and I put one or two pulsators among them, you know, I don't really have to worry about where those ducks are going to be looking. I know that they're going to see my decoys, and, and better yet, they're going to they're gonna finish a little bit tighter you know, where I want to shoot them. I, I've got that control. But to answer your question, um, they're all great. Every, every place you hunt's different. I'd recommend trying a few different things. Um, if I had to pick one decoy, I would take, uh, it's hard for me to say this, but the pulsator is, is one that you really can't go wrong with. You may, you may want to buy another one or may want to buy 10 more because you'll see them work. But that, if I had to pick one, if I was going to grab two dozen Mallard decoys and one of our motion products or any motion product, it'd be a pulsator. Yeah, we, we see the same thing. Absolutely. And on a cloudy day, you know, like you said, on the sunny day, those crazy kickers really, really perform because of the light um, reflect, reflection, or was it refraction, whatever. Um, when that light hits all that water that's going everywhere, that really just brightens that whole thing up and draws the attention. But on a cloudy day, it might not be, it might not perform that well. But right. on, a, on a cloudy day, if you put a pulsator, you know, in the mix of about four or five ducks, 
the radius of the ripples because not only does it spray water up, the rocking of the duck butt also mm -hmm. helps uh, spread those ripples out to kind of to cause look make the uh, effect of multiple ducks in that area moving around also. For sure, for sure. Anybody anybody who's ever hunted with a jerk cord, I mean you 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 get two things from a decoy moving in the water. You get you know, old school kicking a foot next to, you know, a tree in flooded timber, Arkansas. There's a reason people do that. It's because ducks hear water. Uh, so, you know, and also that, that decoy moving and putting ripples on the water, bringing those static decoys to life. Um, you get that with a lot of emotion products is that pulsator, that crazy kicker is not only going to make the sound of water moving when those ducks are close, they can hear it, but it's also going to move the rest of your decoys. So it's kind of that, that, uh, that jerk cord effect without the need to pull a string the whole time. You know, you're really, you're really doing something whenever you can just sit back and shoot. You know, that's kind of the hunt smarter, not harder deal. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I have another question for you, Brooke. You were saying that if you were going to grab a dozen or two, you'd, you'd probably grab one pulsator. Uh, it, have you found any combination that works, uh, like how many water motion decoys are recommended for, you know, two dozen, three dozen, four dozen, you know, guys that throw out six dozen? Uh, is there for any sure. certain way you set them out? Yeah, and, and really, it really just comes down to where people are hunting. The, the two types of hunting that I do the most of are um, hunting, hunting in, you know, flooded rice fields or flooded bean fields in, in Arkansas uh, and hunting in the woods at the Higdon Farm. So um, I found that in the woods— uh, you can really get away with less just because, you know, uh, great calling, aggressive calling, having a lot more static decoys compared to fewer motion items. Uh, by the time those ducks break the trees and see something, um, it doesn't necessarily hurt to have more, but you can get away with a few less motion decoys. As in flooded rice fields, you're really playing a visual game. Uh, so if I'm going to take, you know, three or four dozen uh, mag mallards out there in Arkansas, flooded rice field, I want to use probably one one pulsator or one crazy kicker per dozen of, of static decoys just because uh, you're playing a visual game. Like I said, you know, you're, you want to be seen. That's what we're here for. And really, if I'm going to take two dozen decoys out there, I'll probably end up grabbing uh, four pulsators just because, heck, if, if they don't like it, I can always not hunt with one, but I've never seen them not, not like it. I, I'd like to go one day and just hunt with a couple dozen pulsators, and that's it, mm -hmm. just to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and I run, honestly, I can't think of a reason why it wouldn't be better than hunting with a couple dozen static decoys with one. You know, it's just kind of, I, I'm, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And if it isn't broken, don't fix it type of guy. But you know what? If if one works, 20's got to be better, right? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of I kind of did this on the last, last podcast, but um, what do you, I don't know if anybody's done it, but what do you think would be better? One dozen decoys that are all water motion. So let's say like uh, the swimmer. A pulsator, crazy kicker, excess uh, flashing splasher kind of thing. If you had a dozen of all moving, or if you had three dozen static decoys, a what dozen do moving yeah. all day long. I I, I feel day. the same way. They're just gonna it's just gonna look like a, a dozen mallards, uh, either feeding or just just going to town. You know, moving and. All and I that. say that you know I say that, but you know you say you go to a refuge and you see ten thousand ducks all the way in the back. And they're just kind of all sitting on the ice, not moving. But you've got like a little six-pack of spoonies 200 yards off to the side, and they're just feeding real heavy. You'll see ducks breaking out of the sky, and, and they're not necessarily going to go to that mass of decoys. They're going to go – they're coming out of the sky for a reason, and it's not to take a nap on ice a lot of times. So they're, I'm a firm believer that if it looks like a duck, when ducks get close to it, they're going to have a hard time saying no. But to me, I'd, I'd take one pulsator over a dozen or two static decoys – any any day of the week, just because it looks more like a duck. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we're all, we all agree that water motion is very important. Oh, absolutely. Um, is there such thing as too much water motion? Can you overdo it? I've never seen it. Trust me, we've tried. Um, like I said, last year, we I think we had at the Higdon Farm, uh, we've got some episodes airing here soon. It's uh, 40 or 50 static decoys, 40, 50 dozen static decoys. And we've got uh, close to about 80, somewhere between 80 and 100 on any given day motion decoys. So you figure we've got about it's it's pretty extreme and really you know we've added more taken some away and whether it's the location or whatever it is we've had our better days and our worst days but i've just never seen ducks break the trees and not land next to them a lot of times you know i tell people put them where you want to shoot them because you know that's really that's really where they go like they just have a hard time saying no when they get close it's just for whatever reason you know it's kind of like the uh a spinner whenever you're duck hunting in dry field in canada i can tell you where they're going to go they're not going to go land by by the goose decoys, whether you've got 10 dozen goose decoys out in one spinner, when ducks come in, they're going to the spinner by your feet. It just happens. It's so just you, part of it. you find that same to be true with the water motion decoy. Say if you've got a decoy spread up and you've, you've got a kill hole set up, you want those water motion decoys in that kill hole? Yeah, I think so. You know, and, and I, I can relate that to, um, let's just say we're talking about calling, whether it's turkey calling or speck calling or goose calling. When you get a bird's attention and you know you've got that bird's attention because of your calling, it, a lot of times whenever it's finishing and you're just bumping them in, they're looking for that sound. I think they, birds in general, do the same thing with, with a visual, the visual aspect of it. If they key in on something, whether it's a pulsator or a spinning wing, and, and that's why they're coming and they're focused in on it, a lot of times that's where they're going to go near it just because it's got their attention. And if they're looking at it, their head's pointed at it, their body's following their head, and until they, in, until they figure out a reason that they don't want to be by it, that's where they're going. And, and I've, you know, I've watched footage over and over again and, and seen it hunting. They've got to find a reason not to like something in order to go a different direction. And water motion, luckily, is one of those aspects that a lot of times birds won't shy away from. Yeah. And this and it brings me to another point that I thought of earlier. Um, if you cannot hide the best, some of this water motion is going to help your hunt as far For as sure. keeping the, the eyes off of you. So it's got another, another benefit bonus there. If you put, you know, a couple pulsators or crazy kicker out there in a certain spot, and you're kind of off to an angle, kind of tucked away in the shadows, um, they they might not even know have any clue that you're there, and you're going to probably see them finish a lot closer instead of flare up, maybe noticing you getting For ready sure. or getting your gun up in the air, kind of thing. And, I, and I've I've actually seen this a bunch. You know, you a lot of I tell people a lot of times, man, put put your pulsators or, or put whatever it is, you know, the decoy they decide to get where you want to shoot them. And a lot of times that's 15, 20 yards away from their blind. And that's where they want them to square up. And a lot of times it's, you know, Hey, they just didn't quite want to come that way. And, and you just kind of get one step in front of them. So if me and you were hunting in a hole and we're kind of sticking out like sore thumbs, it's like, Hey, let's, we can shoot 30, 30 yards. Let's put it on the other side of the hole upwind those birds will cross our shot path to get to it and never have to look at us i mean that's that's where i want to shoot ducks anyway i don't necessarily want them to come land by my feet uh if i'm not hit well so absolutely you can definitely use it to kind of draw attention away those last 50 yards if you've got a pulsator moving in the opposite direction um i don't see why you wouldn't want to do that i don't see why you want to risk them seeing you if it's if it's working great you know that's that's just kind of the depending on who who's utilizing them or where they're hunting type of deal but it's pretty it's pretty um it's pretty easy to figure out you know it's a lot of people have been using those big goose flags for years you know you sit in the layout line you 
you flag it, you flag it. And it may not be the best thing to do whenever the birds are 20 yards away. But if you can get, if you can get a guy 20 yards away from you and you know, you're, you're trying to hide 20 layout blinds and you get those birds to look the other way and just drift over all the, the guys hunting and layouts that aren't hit well, it's, you know, it's, it's productive. I've seen it happen. It just kind of look at me. Don't look at that type of deal. It yeah. happens. Yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of people like to hunt and they like to really, when they set up, they like to set up to where the bird is coming right at them. Um, but that, I think that's given a lot of times birds more time to pick you out, especially if they're in a pressured area or if you're, it's just like not calling at birds and they're right on top of you. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I don't really, I'm gonna call them on the corners and if I can get them to come in and I'm going to wait for them to tell me where they want to go. I'm not going to try to tell them myself. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some of the best days when you're kind of almost shooting, you're not, you're kind of cross shooting, but you're almost at a 45 degree angle and they're not even, they don't even have a clue where you were. They're coming in you know, falling, you know, coming up behind a spinner or, or, you know, a water motion decoy and you just, you blindside them. They had no idea you're there. That's some of the, the best finishing birds that I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and really it, it kind of just comes down to versatility overall. You know, there's a time and a place to see how close you can shoot birds. And that's about when you're halfway done with, with your limit, you know, and you, and you've got some margin for error there. But if you've got a motion, a water motion decoy or a spinning wing decoy or, or anything, you know, it's, Whenever you whenever you start figuring them out and you you realize these birds are being you know consistent and the way they're finishing and everything you can really start moving that but really without without these tools like water motion products you know you can just sit there and assume that they're doing it for something else but water motion products will make birds act differently for better or worse and 99% of the time it's for the better I've yet to see it hurt anybody hunting um, anybody who who tells me hey it's just not working out. Um, I've hunted with products that I don't have 100% confidence in, and I look back on it, and it's probably because I wasn't hitting well or I wasn't hunting where I was supposed to. But water motion products are a, a very confident aspect of any hunting spread that I hunt in. And if anybody wants to try it or a price-effective a price effective way to do it, buy a pulsator, buy a crazy kicker for under 150 bucks. You're going to get in the game, and I guarantee you'll you'll realize, hey, there's something to this. And if, if you don't like it, Hey, call us, tell us why we want your feedback, but it'll, ch it'll change your perspective on how ducks finish. You know, it, it can really counteract for good calling or, or, you know, hiding or the lack of a lot of, uh, a large sum of, of static decoys. It'll, it'll kind of tilt the, the odds in your favor. Just one will, will make it apparent enough to why 10 is really good. And I think that's a huge thing that you just hit on right there is confidence. I think that's one of the most, um, underappreciated aspects of any type of hunting really is confidence in your gear, your calls, your, your gun, your shells, anything. If you've got confidence, uh, you're going to go out there with a different attitude and you can almost make things happen. It seems like if, if you're confident in your gear and, and everything that's going to perform and, and help, help you, you For know, sure. do what you need to do to, to make things happen. Confidence is just, it's huge. And I'm, I'm a f huge believer in that. Yeah, when you get somebody who, you know, heck, here at the office, uh, my phone will ring and I'm, you know, I do a lot of customer service and it's like, hey, do, do pulsators really work? It's like, look, man, I'm telling you, get one. If if you get one and you're hunting and you don't have a lot of confidence, you look up and you say, hey, I'm underneath the birds and my decoys look like ducks. So you get to that point and it's like after that, after that, after you make your spread come alive with motion water products, you know, you've got to look for another excuse. And I don't think that a water motion will ever hurt anybody. 
Uh, but you know, it's, it's that, that confidence level. It's, Oh, well we didn't kill birds cause there was no wind and our decoys weren't moving and they just didn't like it. Well, get a product, put it out there. And then that alleviates one excuse. And then, you, you know, you start killing a few birds and then you realize, Hey, this works. It looks like ducks and don't go hunting without them. We've got customers that have been buying our products for years and years and, and we're thankful for that. And they've been a huge testament to kind of what we believe in. And that's, Hey, if it looks like ducks, it can't hurt you. And if it looks like ducks, the ducks like it and they do. So I'd highly recommend anybody who's never hunted with the motor motion product, just get one. And if I, if I'm wrong, call me, ask for me here at the office. My extension's one Oh six. I'd love to hear why. And, uh, I'll be the first. So I'm open, I'm open for all suggestions. And, and that's another thing too. You're talking about variables. I'm always a fan of, and I've said it on other podcasts, any variable that I can put in my favor, I'm going to. Now there's some that you can and some that you can't, such as mother nature. But if it's one of those days where everything is dead calm and you can add the water motion and that variable switches to your advantage because there was no motion on the water and you now have created motion on the water, that's a variable that you've just, you've put to your advantage. So, For you sure. know, that's a, that's another aspect right there. Yep. You call a guy that's got the dog, you call a guy that can blow a duck call and you call a guy that's got a bunch of pulsators and you go hunting together on a day where you don't think you can kill ducks, you'll make something happen <laughs> as long as you're underneath them. And that that's, that's exactly right. You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer and if you're not hunting with confidence, you might as well not go because it's not going to, it's not that it won't work out. You're just looking for an excuse, but anytime, anytime you can utilize water motion, it, it's that category that it's kind of the do no wrong thing. It's, it's, Hey, they look like ducks. Let's get them. You know, they're reliable. It works. Ducks aren't scared of them. Why not have a few of them? Yeah. So if, a, so if somebody's going out to purchase some water motion decoys, what, what do they need to be looking for? Um, Higdon has kind of evolved in some of their stuff that they've been doing lately and they've, they've done a lot of really, really good things in the past year or two. I think you know what I'm talking about. But for sure. What what what, are, what should a customer or what should a person be looking for when they're going to make the decision, a choice on on water motion decoys? Yeah, and, and you know, and uh, to to start this full disclosure, I can I can sit here and try to hard sell everybody on why our water motion products are better than everybody else's. But really, I'd rather speak on the this is my experience as a hunter aspect of it. Whenever, whenever I go to purchase any product that I'm going to duck hunt with, the first thing I want to look at is, is the durability of it and then the, the functionality of it. And in the water motion category, what, what really sets uh, my opinion on why I think some of our products are advantageous over some others are the runtime, the durability, and the portability. You know, you take, you take decoys. If, if they weigh six pounds, you're going to get six pounds of fury. And you're going to take those that's six pounds and you're going to put them out and it's going to kill 20 pounds of ducks for you. Um, so for me, it's, I want to make sure it's going to last me all season and I want to make sure that it's going to run long enough on one hunt to where I don't have to charge it, you know, every hour or change batteries or anything like that. I want it to pack well and I want it to run while I'm hunting and I want to be able to count on it. It's a tool, you know, guiding you, you know, a lot of times you can't afford to have a bunch of these products that are fragile and, you know, really take a lot of time, you know, charging or require a lot of interchangeable batteries. But, you know, we're lucky to have, have come to the point where we are to offer some products that, that are really built for hunters and built for people who are using our water motion products as tools. And, you know, there's some sacrifices there, of course, maybe with, with price or weight or anything like that, but they're, they're good and they're going to last you all season and they're priced right. And you can count on them. It's a tool. It's not a toy. Yeah. One, one of the good things, the favorite things I like about um, 
the the Higdon you know, water motion, and a lot of it's portable. Like you said, some some water motion systems out there require you know motors and pulleys and all sorts of stuff that might not be um, you know reasonable for somebody to take out in the field. They don't have room or too much weight. But um, you know the you guys' twelve volt lithium battery. You don't have to remove it or anything. You just have to plug it into the decoy and charge it. You never have to worry about that. And then, uh, I mean, just how long it lasts. I mean, multiple, multiple hunts you can get out of these things. Yeah, and then for me, it's, it's heck, I go, I'm fortunate, I'm fortunate enough to go work a lot of shows like the Rogers Show, and I'll sit in that hot parking lot for three days at a time by our pool, and people ask me all the time. They're like, man, it, you know, changing all the batteries because we'll have 20 motion products in that pool in front of Rogers for that weekend. And, and it's like, you know, I can, I come out here, I uh, add an additional lithium ion battery to all of our motion products that we offer, which any customer can do to their, their products. And I charge them before I leave Paducah, Kentucky. I show up, I show up to the Rogers parking lot and they run for three days. I go home on Monday and they don't die. It's like, and I'm doing the same thing, duck hunting. If I'm going to go on a trip for a weekend and go hunt. They're going to run Saturday. They're going to run Sunday. When I get home, I can charge them. I don't have to worry about it. And it's kind of that removing that one that one um, variable of, oh, well, I wonder if I charge the batteries or I wonder if it's going to work. It's it's there. We only hunted with it for eight hours. It's got three more hours of runtime. We're good for in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's a feature nice. I saw whenever you went to the excess uh, system that you could add another battery, and I thought that was awesome um, because before that, with the battery box, you couldn't – you couldn't fit another battery in there. You, didn't, you had to go maybe hardwire to, to to get maybe a longer life. But now you can add a multiple uh, an, another battery, and man, this they already last a long time with one. So yeah, you're looking at about seven seven to eight hours on, on you know the way they come. You seven eight hours on one charge. So you're if you're hunting for longer than eight hours a day, um, it's been a pretty rough day, you know. But uh, you add another battery, you're looking at you know upwards of sixteen hours of runtime. That's a weekend of hunting, you know, and, and that's not to say that there's some places you don't have to hunt that long, but um, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of decoy for for 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and of course we've all had it happen where we haven't charged our equipment before, and you go out there and you go to you throw it in the water, or you try to turn the spinning wing on, and nothing happens, and of course that just that's a kind of a kick in the gut. But yeah, that extra battery life is is huge. Yeah. So for me, it's I'm looking for runtime. Uh, the, the effectiveness of the product for the cost. And uh, that's re- really, you know, what we try to focus on here is what, what do hunters want? And they want, they want a decoy like the Pulsator, one that you can put in a six slot bag. You just throw a Texas rig on it, charge it for three hours. It runs for seven or eight hours and you go hunting, you know, and it's kind of out of sight, out of mind type of deal. It's, it's not less necessarily have to be treated like a, uh, a toy, you know, it's, it's a tool. And that's for me, that's why I choose the Pulsator. Um, and, Luckily, it's why a lot of our customers choose the Pulsator. It's because they can rely on it. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. So I, just for somebody who uh, may not be familiar with all the Higdon water motion decoys, I mean, you guys have a full line of them. Uh, in order of, I would say, popularity, starting from most popular and, and kind of working your way down, what are like the top three to five um, most popular? I mean, obviously, the Pulsator that for last year was huge for us. Yep. I definitely say the Pulsator is, is number one. Uh, and you know, of course all different hunting scenarios require different, different, um, types of water motion decoys, but the Pulsators is our, is our go-to for a lot of, as long as you've got six inches of water, it's kind of the do no wrong product. It's, it's great. 
And let's, um, let's explain that. So if someone doesn't know exactly, we say pulsator, like we've known it for six years, yeah. but yeah. it is a, it's a duck butt mm-hmm. with a bilge on the bottom. Yep. It's a, a duck butt with a bilge pump on the bottom that has an intermittent timer that throws, throws water and rocks a decoy back and forth to look like a duck trying to get acorns on the bottom of a pond. I mean, that's, it looks like a duck feeding. That's, and it only requires six inches of water. Yeah. Yeah. Six inches. Six, six to eight, depending on how, how soft your mud is. But I've ran, I've ran it in four and a half, five. We say six inches just because it's kind of a safe number. So um, I don't know how accurate everybody's floodgates are or water control, control structures are. But if it's water that's shin deep, it'll work. Mm-hmm. So it's good. the Pulsator being one of your more popular, most popular, what would, what would you say is next in line? Next in line would probably be the Crazy Kicker. And it's, it's, it's a product that we came out with last year. Um, it's really, um, it's really gaining a lot of traction and it's, it's kind of the, the redheaded stepchild of the pulsator, kind of the same, uh, functionality as the pulsator. It's a duck butt, uh, but it has feet that spin and kick up water versus a bilge pump that, that moves water. Uh, so it's essentially a, a spinning foot decoy, uh, and it's made to replicate a duck feeding, just like the pulsator, just a different style. It'll actually, um, it'll actually produce a different type of motion. It's, you know, it's kind of a kicking water versus, um, a duck plunging water, if you will. Um, but, and I think it, it's, it does a very good job and I think it's very effective because it'll run in half an inch of water. You don't necessarily need six inches of water. You can throw it in sheet water. You can, you know, hunt with it on, you know, shallow shore placement. You can sit there and put it in deep water. It's got that hammer that goes on the bottom. So, um, it's kind of just a, it's a, it's an option for the guy that loves what the pulsator does, whether you're hunting in shallow water or just want something that's maybe a little bit more flamboyant. Uh, as far as the amount of water it moves, visual water that it'll move. Um, but, you know, it's, I like both of them, to be completely honest with you. I just, I like the pulsator just because um, I have a bunch of pulsators, but I do hunt with crazy kickers. And one thing I really like about the crazy kicker is I can put it on a remote pulsator. You can't necessarily do that very easily. So if I'm, if I'm hunting geese or I'm hunting specs and I have, you know, a doubt in my mind that it's going to flare a bird, I can turn it off, but I've never quite found a, a scenario where I'm like, oh, yep, they're just not going to finish over a duck spinning its feet. So um, that is an option. That's one of the advantages the Crazy Kicker has over the Pulsator. But they're they're both two great products. Yeah, and if you go look at those YouTube's of uh, videos of ducks over top, a lot of times you'll see them dive down, and and a big thing that stands out is their feet, their you know bright orange feet just flaring water um, as they're trying to stay down and pick you know whatever whatever the food they're feeding on. But a uh, couple things about that crazy kicker: the feet are not exactly in time, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah. Well, they they actually do run. Uh, they run together, of course. So they're on the same. They're on two separate motors, but they run on the same timer. Um, but they're going towards each other. So what what that does is it it kind of makes the uh, the decoy spin in a circle. So you're getting you're getting a different you're getting a different type of motion that that ducks kind of uh, face down and it's kind of kicking in a circle trying to get whatever's down there. So it's the, the actual decoy is is moving um, instead of rocking like the pulsator. It's actually spinning uh, very slowly, just to kind of create a an illusion that a duck's just trying to get whatever's down there. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what number three is. Uh, number three, honestly, would have to be uh, the splashing flasher. And uh, the splashing flasher is a great product. And I'm always tell people, you know, if 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 you're going to be hunting in a bunch of different areas. And you, you kind of want to utilize a spinning wing and a water motion product. Uh, the XS Splashing Flasher is great for that because 
Um, it's essentially a spinning wing decoy on a floating platform, so uh, no need for a stake. So you can hunt with it in 300 foot of water if you really wanted to, or you can hunt with it an inch of water uh, and still utilize the wings. But we recommend six, six, six to eight inches. That way that bilge pump can throw water up onto the wings. So it's a spinning wing decoy that gets water thrown on its wings, and it, it really – it looks like a duck preening. If you ever look at ducks on the water and they kind of they sit up and stretch back and flap their wings, um, and then you add that that water getting thrown on the wings, so you get that water visual motion that we spoke about. It's kind of the you know I've I've got 200 bucks to spend. Which one do I buy? You know I kind of want this one, kind of want that one, but you know I've got a budget. The splashing flasher is kind of the the do it all type of deal. It's got the spinning wing, it's got the the water motion side of it, and it's also remote compatible, so you can turn it off, turn it on. It's, it's pretty, pretty versatile. Um, not for everybody. Some people don't like spinning wings. Some people love them. Um, but anybody who hunts with one normally says, you know, that that's something different. There's not really, there's not really any other product on the market like the splashing flasher that utilizes water and spinning wing. So it's a, it's a popular, it's a, it's a fan favorite and it may not be for everybody, but the people that use it love it. Yeah. It's been one that I've had, uh, in my favorites for a while because uh you know it's right up there with pulsator to me because when i look at a, a, a duck spread or look at ducks on the water the ones that always stick out to me are the ones that kind of get up just like this they kind of stand up and uh they you know flap their wings and you see all that white flashing you know and then they get back down this is what this kind of this splasher flasher imitates yeah it it really does a great job of um you know the day and age that we're in you've got Half the people hate spinning wing decoys. Other other half the people have to have them. And uh, personally, I believe in them. You know, it just really depends on where you're hunting and, and how the birds react to it. But uh, this decoy is really a happy medium in there because it's not just a spinning wing. Uh, it's got a water motion component to it, and it's got intermittent timer in it. So it's not just going to sit there and spin the whole time. Um, so it, it, offers, it offers some very unique qualities, um, one being you don't have to put it on a stake. So if you're hunting rivers or or deep water situations it works really great there because it floats um and then two you've got a remote it's not just a sore thumb out there spinning which we've all seen and i'm sure ducks see a couple of them every year uh probably get used to them but um yeah it's a it's a it's a different category of, of motion product and i think that's why it's done so well for us yeah two things to add on that is you can adjust the how much the water is sprayed correct mm-hmm Yep. And then another thing I like that's I don't see a lot of companies doing right now is the wings, when they're done spinning, like on their timer, they don't they kind of settle, uh, yep. HD print up. If that yep, makes they've sense. got the uh, the the weights on the bottom, the removable weights on the bottom of the wings. That way, when you're when the wings stop in between their timing sequence, or you hit them off with the remote, you've got color up, not white up, which we all we've all come to know. Uh, you know, just throughout hunting with different products is wide up. Normally it's too good. Yeah. So you guys thought about, about everything, mm-hmm. you know, we always say that, but then every now and then we get a good idea and then realize, why haven't we done that yet? But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's part of it, but we, you know, we love, we love the feedback. So if anybody listening has any, any, you know, constructive criticism or any ideas or ways we can make this stuff better, you know, we're all duck hunters and we don't get to hunt everywhere. And we definitely value the opinion of, all of our customers. So if you've got, if you've got a way we can make these things better, shoot us an email info at higdendecoys.com or call us here at the office. You're going to find a duck hunter on the other end of the phone wanting to know how we can make it better. I promise you. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you want to come uh, see these in person. Mm-hmm. We've and, uh, uh, thrown videos of all these on YouTube as well. Yeah. So on our YouTube channel, we did videos. We've got a big water tank that, you know, we throw these in, and the duck butts or whatever, we throw them in a big giant water tank, and we'll, you know, let them cycle a few times so you can see them in action. Yeah. So uh, we've been talking quite a bit. Do you have any, like, tips or tricks specifically, like, you know, anything, any tricks up your sleeve when it comes to, to water motion as far as maybe decoy setup or anything in general? For sure. Um, and, and this is, I don't want to say something that's going to get a lot of, of negative feedback, but how I hunt, the way I like to set up my decoys is I like to use my, uh, I like to use my water motion decoys in a way that I don't want to put one further than any further than I'm willing to shoot at a duck. So if whether my spreads, you know, 40 dozen deep or four dozen deep, um, I don't want a pulsator or a crazy kicker or a splashing flasher anywhere outside of about 30 to 35 yards because a lot of times those ducks will finish on top of these decoys or next to these decoys um but the one trick i'll give anybody that that really makes everything look a lot better and something that's really boosted my confidence comes from honestly drone footage looking at decoy spreads with a drone from not only 30 feet up but you know 300 feet up and 600 feet up motion decoys look best when placed among um, non-motion decoys so if you've got a dozen decoys Put these motion decoys in the middle of these and make it look natural. And when this decoy moves, uh, it may hit a non-motion decoy. It may throw water on a non-motion decoy. You know, it really may get in the way and, you know, bump uglies with your other decoys. But that's what ducks do, and it looks real. What you don't want to do is set up a dozen decoys and then put your non-motion – or set up a dozen non-motion decoys and then set up your one or two motion decoys 10, 15 yards away Um, because they really complement each other. So use them – you know, use them together to really make it look the most realistic and to create a bigger effect of more live ducks. So just mix them in, basically. Throw them in like ducks. I've never seen two groups of ducks look the exact same on the water, but the surefire way to make it not look like ducks is to put a lot of non-moving ducks in one spot of your spread and then put one or a lot of moving ducks on the other. You know, it really kind of reveals your non-motion decoy. So make sure you keep them, you keep them working together, not against each other. It's really about honestly there's really not much you can do wrong but just my opinion when when they're the closer they are together or the i should say the closer they are to your non-motion decoys the better they look um just because that's what ducks look like that's really about it that's all I've, that's all i've got there's not many secrets to it put one in your spread and um if ducks if ducks are interested in your spread i can i can tell you where they're going to land before you know it and it's going to be right by something moving water and that's just what ducks do all right. Chandler, do you have any final thoughts as far as water motion? Um, it's uh, I, I don't really want to go to the field without it. Mm-hmm. I just, looking at duck decoys, just seeing an overhead view, you know, comparison of, of live ducks and then decoys, even with a little bit of wind, those, those decoys are not disturbing the water enough to imitate a real live spread. Mm-hmm. So water motion is just is big to me as far as anything i'm gonna have something um when i'm coming out when i'm going out hunting it's mm-hmm. you know with a pulsator sure. or whatnot it's i'm gonna have something out there disturbing that water so it doesn't look like you know a bunch of statues out there mm-hmm. stuck my, in the mud my personal final thought or opinion would be if i had money to spend on one decoy whether it be a spinning wing or a water motion decoy i would probably go water motion no. i mean realistically i agree 100 percent you know and that's that's really my you know my opinion as well and uh when it comes down to it if i'm going to go hunting whether i'm 
coming out with you guys on an invite or we're going hunt at my place. Um, we need to have a water motion decoy because anybody who's hunted over them, you know, respects the value of having them, whether it's calm day or not, it can really make the difference. And anybody, anybody who's going to duck hunt, um, and really anybody who's going to try to progress in, in harvesting more birds or, or effectively finishing birds, um, it's a great tool. And I, I highly recommend anybody try it. And if you, if you do it, you're not going to leave the, ho- the house without it because you'll see the value of sure. it. Sure. And some of those hardest days to, to hunt and remain confident are those stale days when there's absolutely no wind, it's calm, and nothing is taking place. Uh, just a straight-up spinning wing on a pole is not going to throw any advantage uh, to you. But you throw that water motion out there, it's going to help. For sure. No doubt about it. It's going to help. So if, if uh, I guess I, I want to close with, if you could give me like three to five words that explain Higdon motion uh, decoy, specifically the water motion, what, what are three to five words that you could, you could provide us? Everybody needs a little motion in their life. Uh, really, you know, it's um, three to five words is pretty tough, but, you know, our, our saying at Higdon is, you know, get real, get Higdon. You know, if you've got an opportunity to make your spread look a little more real, water motion is a great way to do it. So water motion is key, especially whenever you're, you're trying to get ducks attention and finish ducks. So that would be my, that would be my conclusion. Make it look real.